So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm Grace Holland. Most of us drive every day to and from errands, work, or to pick up the kids from school. And we often don't think about the roads we drive on, let alone the guardrails we may see on the sides of bridges or highways. But WREL investigates Sarah Kruger talked to a man who thinks about guardrails every day. He says they didn't protect his daughter when she crashed several years ago. Sarah's joining us today to talk about why he fears others could also be hurt. Sarah, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So let's start with this father. Who is Steve Eimers? These blockouts do not go with that system. So he is a passionate father whose 17-year-old daughter was killed in a car crash in Tennessee involving a guardrail. And now he has made it his life's work to educate people about the dangers of them and to expose the dangers of guardrails. So he travels the country doing that, speaking to politicians and leaders and media. He is an expert now on the construction of guardrails. He can spot an issue, you know, something that you or I certainly could not see like the wrong screw and he can spot that in an instant. And we do have a bolt passing through the third rail which is a major installation error. And I asked him as I was talking to him how he became so informed on these because he was going through Google Maps with me virtually just showing me different guardrails and saying oh look right there there's the wrong screw. This one is obstructed. And I asked him, you know, gosh, how did you learn this so well? And he said he literally read the manuals for how to install guardrails. Um, I got to imagine that was some dense reading. So he knows these systems inside and out. And how did you get up with him since he, you know, lives out of state? So he is very public on YouTube, and he even posts his phone number out in the public. Um, he really wants to be a resource and wants to be contacted. So one day I, I just called him up, and he immediately answered this unfamiliar number, and we started talking, and the story progressed from there. And, of course, he's extremely passionate behind that. So help us understand what's behind that. What happened to his daughter, Hannah? I am a father that lost his 17-year-old daughter and began asking questions. So she was driving to school on November 1st, 2016, when she crashed and hit a guardrail that speared her car and, he says, killed her instantly. So he told me the guardrail was Frankenstein, as he calls it. Four Frankenstein guardrails at one location. Which means it was put together with mismatched parts. And that's something that he now spots and identifies all over the country. What you have is an incompatibility between the parts. And what it does is it creates a monster capable of, um, of killing. And I've seen it kill. How did he come to believe this was a bigger issue? 
So because of what happened to his daughter, he started looking into this. And now he says he regularly hears from victims of guardrail crashes and families who lost loved ones in guardrail crashes. And the more he sees, the more issues he finds. He says he's walked more than 1,000 miles of highway inspecting guardrails on his own time. He says he's lost 40 pounds, and that's how much he is pounding the pavement out there. And he's relentless uh, because his passion comes from such a place of hurt and of wanting to prevent tragedy for other families. And what is he doing to address this issue here in North Carolina? So he, you know, lives in Tennessee, so lives right near here and also has family in North Carolina. So it's been a place of interest for him. And here, as with many states, he is in touch with the State Department of Transportation. He's made numerous visits to our state, to different parts of our state, looking at different guardrails. And when he finds an issue, he will alert the State Department of Transportation to those problem spots he finds. All right, we're going to take a quick break right there, and we'll be right back. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What does NCDOT say about their contacts with Steve Imers? So they said they hear from him a lot and that, um, you know, that he's very well informed on the topic of guardrails. Steve has reached out to us you know, multiple times over the years. And that when they are made aware of issues by him or by someone else, that they do fix them. Does NCDOT see any issues or track any data about traffic accidents involving guardrails like this? So NCDOT's stance, based on the person I spoke with, the engineer I spoke with, is basically that, to their knowledge, there have been no fatal guardrail crashes in North Carolina. We don't have any information, and we do not believe that it's a wide, uh, widespread issue or widespread concerns. And so they don't see proactively inspecting all of the guardrails as much of a priority. The engineer I spoke with said it would take a lot of manpower to look at all of the guardrails since there are 80,000 miles of roads in the state that they oversee, and they just don't think it would be the best way to spend their time and resources. Of course, Imers disagrees. I have had more negative experiences with the North Carolina Department of Transportation than virtually any department in the nation. He thinks being proactive is really the only way to be on this issue to prevent what happened to his daughter, Hannah. And what is the state's process from what you've learned to fix guardrail problems if they see one? Mm -hmm. So the state traffic engineer, Brian Mayhew, said the agency's best use of time is trying to keep the existing guardrails in good shape and bring older parts up to more modern standards as they can and in terms of how exactly the process works of how they fix the issues they do identify, he didn't really go into a lot of detail about how precisely they're repaired, just that they are addressed. And there's, you know, a record of that. 
Is there anything that we can do in our daily lives to make sure that we're staying safe on the roads when we're driving around guardrails? I wish there were. I mean, the only thing I can think of is not hitting them. And, you know, if only we could all know for certain that we could avoid that. Um, I think that's what is most frightening to Imers is they don't want to be sitting on this side of the interview table ever. They do not want to be the parent of a dead child. You think these guardrails are there to protect you. They seem like a safeguard, and then sometimes they can do just the opposite. All right. Well, it's definitely something for most of us to to keep in mind as we're out on the road. Thank you so much, Sarah. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download. Another great way to get WREL news is the Morning Briefing Newsletter. It's a daily email that's waiting in your inbox every morning with local news, events, and headlines to get you ready for the day. Sign up at WREL.com newsletter. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.